the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program is sponsored by Disciples Pathway Ministries. Welcome to Disciples Pathway Ministries, a mobile ministry with Minister Robbie E. Lilly. Disciples Pathway Ministry is a mobile ministry advancing the kingdom of God so that no one is left behind when Jesus Christ, our King of Kings, returns for His great church. Good Sunday afternoon, family. This is Minister Dion. My mother is out today, but she loves you guys. She's praying for you guys, and she wants you to know to stay encouraged, be strengthened, and continue to walk on with him as he walks with you. I'm not alone today, however. I have my brother. He's only older by a a chunk of change. He's only a little bit bigger by a chunk of change, but nonetheless, my big older brother Tevin Lilly, Minister Tevin Lilly, how are you doing today? I'm doing well, brother. It's um good to be here. Um, finally got a chance to, you know, have some free time and, you know, away from the road, so it feels good to be back. I know it's been a minute since you guys didn't, you know, heard me on here, but it feels good to be back. Yes, sir, yes, sir. And it's, and we're glad to have you back. I'm sure that the family is elated to hear your voice as we talk about the things of God today. But before we talk about these things and dive into, I would like to uh open us up in prayer. Father God, thank you for this day. Thank you for life, Father. Thank you for your name that you've given us. Thank you for your blood that you've covered us with. Father, forgive us of our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us, Lord. As we all come before you, before your throne of grace, O Father God, to hear of your word, to speak of your word, to praise you at your word, to rejoice in your word, O Father God. We pray that the ears of the the listeners be open oh father god we renounce and rebuke all distraction all deterrence or anything that will cause your word to be hindered to getting down into the hearts of those whom you sent it to father god how we love you and we thank you oh father god in jesus name amen and amen amen and so t what you talk you talked to me about the the power of god and that's what the spirit was moving you in and so when we talk about the power of God, it's, 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 so, it's so broad, it's so vast, you know, so it, is, it, can, it can be like water out of a, a, a hydrant almost. But what is it that the Spirit gave you in particular about the power of God? Well, really, um, yeah, it, it was definitely something that God dropped in my spirit. And, um, and I feel like it's, it's a, a very special and important topic that I wanted to touch on because the power of God is amazing. The strength of God is amazing. And that's exactly what we need, especially in today's time and the world and the society that, you know, we're living in today. You know, um, it, it seems like every day you look up and turn around, it's always a situation, a situation here and a situation there. And, and more times than not, it, it, it's a negative situation. Right. You know, you know, cause you know, the world for some reason, it thrives on negativity. Hmm. They don't never want to, you know, push the, you know, the positive narrative out there. And it seems like, you know, the world and society is moving further and further away from the truth and from the word of God. So, you know, I, I feel like I wanted to, like, really touch on the power and the strength, you know, uh, of God. Amen. Amen. Well, you know, the word does make it clear to us that it, there's, a, there's a war 
you know, that is being fought above and out of sight. A spiritual war. A spiritual war, amen. And it's out of sight. And oftentimes, with the, uh, in our own humanness, yes. what's out of sight is out of mind. Right. And so uh, uh, the world has not considered, or nor can they attain or understand the spiritual warfare that's happening. The powers uh, of darkness and the darkness of this age warring against the powers that have been established from old. You know, that that war that was fought. And when uh, Jesus recounted that he seen Lucifer fall like lightning, Satan fall yeah. like lightning. Yeah. You know, even even that, that is a power versus a power. And he says, you know, he's the ruler uh, of this of this world. You know, we don't war against flesh and blood, but against the powers and principalities uh, of of um, the he- of the heavens. And so the enemy oftentimes put himself in a heavenly place or in a or in a place of power to to distract us, to deter us, because quite frankly, to be honest here on this earth. He has an advantage because we have to be reborn. But as we're first born, we're born of flesh. And so everything that we navigate in, everything that we try to understand is uh, based off of what we see, what we smell, what we taste, what we touch, what we hear, these five senses. And so the flesh has the advantage because this is what we're born into, Mm -hmm. unfortunately, due to the fall of sin. But it's not until we're reborn, having accepted Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior, that we can now understand these spiritual things. And now we have to walk in the new habits and put away these old things in order to come into the power of God. Because, again, it's not going to be by our power or strength because we're limited. We're, mm-hmm. you know, we're, we're, we're subject to failure and we're going to die. But, you know, there's a, pow- there's a power of darkness and a power of life that are wrestling against one another. And we're in between. Right, right. And, um, yeah, you, you touched on a lot of great points because um, it, it's definitely a, a spiritual warfare going on out here. And the world, you know, it, it tries its best to try to, you know, push evil over, you know, goodness, over goodness and God's, you knowing God's grace and the things, you know, of God. And, um, you know, in any type of way that he can send any, you know, distraction here and distraction there to get us off point and to get us away from, you know, the word of God and, you know, his principles and, and, and things of that nature. That That's what they seem to do and tend to do. Amen. Amen. And so as I was as I was reading in the word, uh, which you haven't uh, spoken to me uh, talking about God's power, I came across, you know, Second Timothy uh, chapter one, verse seven, where it says, for God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and, uh, and of a sound mind. And so I looked at, you know, not only that scripture, but two others that I'm going to bring into point here. And there's uh, quite a few different words for powers. Uh, the word power shows up differently in the original uh, Semitic translation than it does in our Bible. And power in this particular sense, in Second Timothy uh, chapter 1, verse 7, and it means the, the, the Greek word means physical power or force or might or ability. Now, we can see that being acted out with uh characters of the Bible, such as David, where he gave David the power to overtake Goliath and that army. And we see it happen with Joshua when he gave Joshua and Caleb the power to go in and possess and take the land. We see it happen with Gideon when he narrowed down that that 30,000 plus army to 300 men and gave him the power to go in against the Midianites and, 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 and get them out. So God has infused us with power his power to do these mighty things, even though we don't, even though we're not 
uh, qualified, even though we may be small in stature, even though we may be not as educated. He's given us the power to overcome because we know that God uses the little things. Mom always told us a little bit in the hand of God is much. You know, so God oftentimes uses the little things in the little places to accomplish his great will unto his glory. Right, right. And um, and while we're on the subject of that, I, I also want to, you know, let a lot of let everybody out there know and say, you know, us included is, you know, be more diligent and more, you know, intentional on seeking his power and knowing and, and seeking his presence. Just like over here in Chronicles, you know, chapter 16, verse 11, he says, seek the Lord in his strength and seek his presence continually. That mean always. Amen. So, you know, I, I feel like, uh, you know, a lot of the times we, we seek things of this world and, you know, and really the things that don't really matter. But when it comes to the things of God, you know, we, we, we kind of want to throw that on the back burner. Amen. Amen. One of the first things that God uh, established with Adam, the first man who was here, was Adam had to understand and know and be in the presence of God. Yes. He had to be. He had to be comfortable in the presence of God. He had to know where the presence of God lies. He had to know how the presence of God operated. And he had to establish the presence of God from out of himself unto the land that God had gave him. Amen. Here in Isaiah forty twenty nine, he says, he gives power to the weak and to those who have no might, he increases in strength. Now, power in this Greek word means strength or fruits, substance and wealth. He told Adam and Eve, go be fruitful and multiply. He told Noah and his family after the earth had flooded and they were the only eight left to go be fruitful and multiply. And again, he told even Jesus with the with telling us that my father is the vine dresser over in John and I am the vine and you guys are the branches. Now what the branches do, they yield the fruits. So in that sense, we are to be fruitful and multiply three different times and three different beginnings. The first was the was the first beginning with Adam and Eve. The the second was the new beginning with the with the uh, ark. And the third was another beginning in the establishment of the new covenant that Jesus had uh, died on the cross for. We are to be fruitful and to multiply. So God has given us the power to do this. He's not going to give us just a command. He's not going to just give us a task to do without the supply or the power in order to carry out this task. That's right. That's right. And I uh, know just to know, add on to that. Um, I feel like, you know, um, I feel like a lot of the times we need to, you know, quit doing a lot of the things, you know, in, in our own strength. I feel like us as human beings and us as people, we, we tend to jump ahead of the Holy Spirit and think that we can, you know, do things on our own and do things without him. But, you know, he, he says over here, I can do all things through him who strengthens me. That means him who strengthens me, not Amen. you strengthening, strengthening yourself. He's the one that gives you that power. He's the one that gives you, you know, that strength. So it's no reason for you to jump ahead of him and try to play God, you know, and, and do it all on your own because you're not going to have as much of success doing it on your own as you will if you're doing it with him and no and step no and stepping back and allowing him to be God. Amen. Instead amen. of you being God. Amen. Amen. And we're, we've been tempted in that way. The the enemy oftentimes tempt us in that. He tempted Jesus in that way where he said where he where the final the final uh thing that he said to Jesus was huh, let me take you up to this mountain. I'm gonna show you all the kingdoms of the earth. I'm gonna show you everything, all the kingdoms and all the nations, and this can all be yours if you would just bow down to me. He was trying to 
tell God that I'll make you God. Yeah. He was trying to tell God that I'll make you God if you bow down to me. And he's still using the same way of temptation uh, to us. I'll, I'll, I'll give you all these things. and I'll uh, give you all the things of the earth. And I'll give you all the things of the world. And I'll give you all that your flesh and your five senses desire. But you must bow yourself down to me. And so, again, us trying to play little G God. Instead of letting God be who he is and yeah. us be and coming into being who we are in him. And I seen over in Proverbs eighteen twenty one, death and life are in the power of the tongue and those who love it will eat its fruits. Now, this word power in its Greek form means by direction or your own hands. How many know that oftentimes and what God and in God design and God designs first of all and God design the tongue was created to work as the hands work, right? So that's why He gave Adam the 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 assignment. Hey, you name these animals and whatever you call them, that's what they'll be. Amen. And so He given He's given us the power to speak things into existence. Right. And so even in uh, Matthew 21, 21, Jesus, he, he cursed the fig tree in the in, in the the day before. And the disciples seeing that that fig tree had dried up the morning after. And they asked Jesus, like, how could this be? And Jesus said, assuredly, I say to you, if you have faith and do not doubt, you will not only do what was done to this fig tree, but you also will say say to this mountain be removed and be cast into the sea and it will be done this is another temptation of the enemy because the enemy wants us to work in the curse when adam when adam was cursed god said you shall till this land by the sweat of your brow in other words in your own strength or in other words with your own hands Remember, with this that 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 Greek word power, the word yada, yad by by direction or with your own hands. So he said, in your own strength and in your own power, you're going to have to till this land. You're going to have to be fruitful and multiply and cause these things to grow and establish your own household. And so that was the death because anything that God is not in, there is no life in that thing. And so Adam is having to toil as men often do these days and at these times and have been since the beginning of time. If you do not know God and are not walking in a new blessing and a new covenant, we try to work things and manipulate things and, and, and grab this and twist that and turn that and set this up and put this down. And we're trying to uh, uh, control the finances, control the relationships, control the uh, and jock for position and things like that. This is the temp. This is the working of the curse in us. This is the temptation that God has. Uh, this is the temptation that God has done away with, but only in him, only in Christ Jesus and only with the supplied power that 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 God has given us. We were not made to 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 work something into existence, but we were made to speak it into our existence. And we have to understand that I will, And this is not this is not OK. I'm going to speak it into existence and sit back and watch it happen. But our tongue, our, our, our hands often times work after our tongue. If I say, hey, I'm about to go to the grocery store and pick up something so we can have something in the house, then my hands are going to follow suit and go to the store and get the provisions and bring it back home. But I spoke 
I, sp- I spoke that which is, was to be done, and my hands follow suit after it being done. So that it, that can be a complete work. And this is the power that God has given us. That's right. And um, the whole time you was talking about that, it, it was a scripture that um, uh, um, a scripture that came up in my head about us humbling ourselves. Amen. And in due season, He will lift us up. Not us lifting up ourselves, but he will lift us up because at, at the end of the day, God holds the ultimate power. That's why they call it supernatural power, Amen. supernatural power, because it comes from a supernatural place. It doesn't come from a place that's on this earth. It comes from him and his kingdom. So that's why they call it a supernatural power. So, you know, you know that that really speaks, you know, um, you know, a huge, you know, amount to me. Amen. Amen. A supernatural power. I can we can even use the natural to explain the super here, because oftentimes people use science to discredit God. But let's look at it from the other uh, other perspective. Science oftentimes and and most of the time agrees with God. If you look at the formula, I'm taking you back to physics. Let's look at the formula for power. P equals W over T. What does that mean? Power equals work over T. Time. <laughs> Let it settle. Power equals work over time. Brother, you just got through saying something about diligence. Yes. Being consistent. Being consistent. The Bible says diligence in Proverbs, the diligence is a man's greatest possession. Mm-hmm. But unfortunately, Considering the time we in, we live in what's called a microwave generation. Yes. Conveniency has. We want, we want everything right now. Convenience. As, opposed, as opposed to being patient and letting patience do you know, its diligent work. There you go. Yes. Conveniency has crippled us. Yes. <laughs> and and, and it, it is funny you say that because another you know, important you know scripture came up. Isaiah chapter 40, verse number 31. But they who wait for the Lord shall renew ah. their strength. They shall mount up with wings like eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. Amen. 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 This, this, this crippleness, this being crippled by convenience has resulted in an inability to long suffer. Yes. The very thing that Jesus came to do, the very thing that he still does from on high and that he tarries with us and he long suffers with us. But we don't have the we don't have the, the to want to continue on. We don't have that in endurance. We we try to find the, the quick fix to problems that arise. Mm. We either run and go find it in a in a bottle or rolled up in a piece of paper to smoke it or in, in, a, in another form. Or, or, or we tend to put our trust, those who are rich and wealthy, we tend to know they tend to put their trust in their finances in the, in the and, money. And God, and God says right there, those who trust in their wealth and their finances will fall. Any and everything we try to run to mm-hmm. and we're not willing to stand and long suffer. Yes. We're not willing to stand and long suffer. And this is what this is what and not willing to turn to God and not willing to repent. We, we look at, you know, we look for, you know, material things to try to, you know, fail us. And these things cannot do what he's already done. Yes. They cannot do what he's already done. If we don't develop the ability to endure and long suffer, then we are at the converse of Romans five. Three verses, Romans chapter five, verses three through five and Romans chapter five, verses three through five says this. And not only that, but we also glory 
We glory in tribulations, knowing that tribulations produces perseverance and perseverance character and character hope. Now, hope does not disappoint. So if we don't know how to and learn how to long suffer, then we put ourselves in the converse of this. So we do not reach the glory that God has, has stored for us. The tribulation does not produce the perseverance that God wants us to have. The perseverance does not produce the character that God wants to have. And the character does not produce the hope that God wants us to have. And now and then verse five says now hope does not disappoint, which means now we're going to be disappointed because we don't have these things. Right. And so there there is a need for us to endure. There's a need for us to long suffer, but that's only going to happen. That's only we're only going to be able and able to do those things by the power of God, because we ourselves fail just as you read. Even the young man, the young man grow weary. In particular, not just man, but the young man, because young men, as young men, we're we're in the prime of our strength, we're in the height of our pride, we're in the the glory of our own ego. Even we grow tired. Tevin, I know you grow tired. You know, oh boy, Dion grow tired because I always call on you like, hey, can I get 20? I'm trying to make it through. I get tired out here. Yes. When we grow, we grow tired. But it's only by the power of God. He said, let the weak say that I'm strong. He cannot supply you with what you already have. If you already have strength, then how God going to put his strength on top of your strength? Yeah, and he and he's a wonderful, and not only does he give his power and his strength, but he also supplies that help. You know, uh, like over in Isaiah forty-one ten, for not I mean, fear not, for I am with you. Be not dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you. I will hold you. I will help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. So that that that's go back to what I was talking about earlier about doing things in our own strength. We don't have to do things in our own strength. No. He said he's already our supplier. I supply all your needs according to my riches and glory. Ah. I will help you. I will uphold <laughs> you with my righteous right hand. Mm. I'm already that helper. I'm already that supplier that you need. So mm. why are you going out here, you know, moving it at your own pace and moving in your own strength? Well, I've already you know, supplied you with what you need. Amen and amen and amen. The formula for power is work over time. God has already established his works and he says, I am alpha <laughs> and omega. <laughs> I know the beginning <laughs> from the end. The first and the last. Work has been established. Time is not, God is not in time. Time is within God. Hallelujah. Yes. That's why he says, my, my ways are not your ways and my thoughts are not your thoughts. Amen. Amen. I want to leave you guys with this parable. because is I love how you brought up that God is our help. There was a man who worked hard one day and he received a call from the owner of the company saying, I need to speak to you. So the man nervously walks down and to, to go see the owner then enters his office. The owner says, have a seat. The owner says, today I'm promoting you. Mm-hmm. Everything you need is already in your office yes. on the 12th floor to get started. And so the man of promotion leaps up for joy and thanks the owner and darts to the elevator and ascends to the 12th floor. And then when he got there, he realized he'd never been to the 12th floor. 
We so on the twelve four. So we didn't. So <laughs> so we didn't. So he didn't know where to go. Yes. And so he went back down to the owner and said, "Hey, hey uh, I I don't know where I'm going." Uh, the owner says, "Well, you left so fast. You got to make a right and go down the hallway, and that's where your <laughs> office will be." So he gets up, darts up, go goes to the elevator, goes to the twelfth floor, makes the right, goes down the, uh, the uh, hallway, and says, "Oh, this is my office." Well, he gets to the office, turns the knob, up oh, the door doesn't open. Well, he well he was like, oh man, I don't have the key. So he goes back down to the owner and says, well, I, I, I tried to, I tried to get in, but I need the key. The owner gives him the key. Well, the owner, he goes back, leaps up, jumps up, goes back, makes a right, goes back down to the door, turns the key. He try to push. He try to push. He try to push. He goes back down to the owner and says, the door won't open. The owner said, well, before you left, I want to let you know I'm trying to walk with you. Yeah. <laughs> and so God gets up to walk with us. He doesn't just leave us to go out and do things on our own. So the owner gets up, ascends to the floor, goes, makes the right, goes down the hallway to the man's office. And the owner says, get behind me. Get behind me. I'll take this key and open the door. And you were trying to push, but you need to pull this thing open. God wants to go out ahead of us, family. Family, we love you. We will continue in this stead next week. But until next time. One voice, I speak life. Thanks for listening to Disciples Pathway Ministries with Minister Robbie E. Lilly. Thanks for your prayers and for your gifts to his great work of God. For booking and requests for services, look up Disciples Pathway Ministries on Facebook. That's Disciples Pathway Ministries on Facebook. Star General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.